Ta'anita Fyud Aleph, the last thing we're discussing was a statement of Raviudah Marabihaya that a person traveling shouldn't eat more than he would eat on a famine year because either according to Bene Babel your intestines will hurt, or according to Bene Eretz Israel, uh, you won't have any food uh, left over, therefore you have to eat very little. And we said the difference between them is if you're sitting on a boat, you, you know, you're not traveling, so your stomach won't hurt, but you might not have leftover food. Or if you're traveling from one hotel to the other, where you could just buy food. And with that, we're starting with Aleph, Amud Aleph, three lines in, where it says, Amar Yudah Amar Rab, Kol If a person keeps himself in pain, doesn't eat too much during a famine, gets saved from a different type of death meaning that it falls under the category of hunger, a sword, anything that's not malachamavit on a bed like a normal person. Hashem saved you from dying in hunger. Not berav, should say merav from. Because you kept yourself in hunger during the years of famine, you're saved from a different type of death. And a person should not be with his wife during the famine. Two children before Shnatarav. And it sounds like during the Shnot Ara'av, he wasn't with his wife. And Tana, Hasuchebanim, people without children, didn't get the mitzvah of Piriyavirivyayat, Meshamishin mitotehen Mishnei Ra'avon. They could be Meshamish Termitad during famine years. And Tana Rabanan, Vizman, Cheisel, Shirim, Betzaruf, Erash, Ahad, Mehen. If Bnei Israel are in pain, they're in trouble, and pers- uh, one person moved away, he didn't want to be part of their troubles. Ba'in, Shinimalachea, Sharet, two angels come. Shimelavino, the Adam. They usually accompany a person on his right and left, and they put their hands on his head. And they say, This person who left the tzibur doesn't want to be part of their pain. Should not be when there with the tzibur when they get comforted. When the tzibur is in pain, I'll go home and eat and drink. Peace to my soul. If he does that, you'll eat, drink, you'll have a good time. Tomorrow we're going to die. Until Hashem These are the normal people who are scared of the day of death. They say, let's get drunk today because today, tomorrow, it's all the same. They're not scared of dying. What does it say? Hatzadik dies, and nobody even pays attention to why he died. And the Pasuk says, because of the troubles that will come, the tzaddik gets taken away. Hashem doesn't want the tzaddik to have uh, the pain with the re- with the rest of the Rashaim, so he takes him out early. Or like Rashi brings another perush, or Hashem takes the tzaddik early, so he doesn't pray for the Rashaim. A person should be upset, he should be in affliction with the tzibur. Moshe 
was in pain with the tzibushin emar videm Moshe kevedim. They were heavy like ho even vetsimu tachta veyeshev aleh. He sat on the the rock. Vechila yalo Moshe karehad okeset achad veyeshev aleh. You couldn't uh, sit on a pillow on a couch. Why you sit on a rock? And lakach amar Moshe ho il veyisel shirim betzar. Since ben Israel are in tzar, afani imahem betzar also be in tzar. And a person who afflicts himself with the tzibur, he'll merit to be comforted with the tzibur. Maybe a person will say, I'll eat a drink. Who's going to testify against me? The explains, The stones and the wood of a person's house will testify against him. The stone will scream from the wall. And the brick that's between the wood will answer with it, meaning they'll testify against this person. The two angels that are supposed to accompany a person, they're going to testify against him. The angels will testify on him. A person has to be careful from his mouth from what lies within his chest. Some say, A person's limbs will testify against him. Hashem says to the, to, to the bones, You are my witnesses. Now we learn Parashat Azino El Emuna Ven Avel El Emuna Hashem is full of uh, is a loyal God. Kashem Shani Fraim Minara Shaim Laulama by the same way we punish the Shaim in, in the next world. A filo alavera kalash al sin, even on the small avenue that they do. Kahni Fraim at Sadikim Alam Azel Avera Kalash al Sin. Same idea in this world we punish the Tsadikim on the small avenue that they do. Ve'en Avel and there is no injustice. In the same way, they pay the tzaddikim for even the smallest things in Olam Abba. They reward them for it. Same thing in this world, they pay the reshaim, they give them their reward, even the small things. Now it says, Tzaddik veyashar hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a tzaddik. Yashar, everything is done exactly the way it's supposed to be. When a person passes away, everything he does is shown to him or or read to him. They tell him, You did the following on this day in this place. He says, Yes, I did it. And they tell him, Sign it. And he signs it. A person is going to sign. A person will justify the entire deen. And he tells them, You judge me correctly. A person will be matzdik, he will justify when he, when they tell him his deen, whatever he did. And the Gemara brings a machloket. Amar Shmuel, kol yoshev betanit person who fasts is considered a sinner. And Tosfor explains, meaning you're doing a mitzvah, the mitzvah is greater than the sin, but nonetheless you are a sinner. And the reason is, Savar Kihaitana, Shmuel holds like the following Tana, the Tanyarbi la'azar hakapar beribi omer, matalmud lomar, Pasuk is talking about Nazir became Tamez, bring Korbanot. This is Vechiper Alav Me'asher Hata Al Hanefesh. 
And he, this korban is going to be a kapara for for the sin he did for the nefesh. What the chet did he do? Did he kill anyone? What did he do? He made himself suffer by not drinking wine. Now look at the kavahomer that that Rabbi Lazar kapar Rabbi says. That imagine this person just all he did was not drink wine. He's considered hote. A person who is fasting and he puts himself in pain from everything, all the more so. No, he's not just not a sinner, he's considered Kadosh. Kadosh He's considered Kadosh. Think of this person. He made himself suffer just by not drinking wine, not a big deal. And Nikra Kadosh. A person who afflicts himself from everything, he sits in Ta'anit, the more so he's a Kadosh. Now, Lishmuel, what's he going to say? He was called a Kadosh. So the Gemara says, no, he's considered Kadosh because he let his hair long. Okay, what do you to do? He's considered a Hote? No, that's because he touched a dead body or he was in the, he was metame, tumat oil of the met, whatever it is. Then you made yourself tame, you're considered disgusting. That's why you're considered a Hote. Now, the Rabbi Lazar really say that a person who fasts is considered Kadosh? A person should always measure himself, or the better word, he should calculate for himself. He has kedusha in his stomach, and he cannot make himself suffer because you're taking away from the kedusha. The inside of you is kadosh, and I'm not going to come to Yerushalayim Shalmala until I build Yerushalayim Shalmata. But bottom line is, you see, Rabbi Lazar holds that the inside of a person is considered kadosh, and if we're not allowed to fast. Like my explains, lakasha. It's not a contradiction. Ha de matzelat zaurin nafshe. Ha de lo matzelat zaurin nafshe. If a person could go through a ta'anit, not a big deal, then he's considered kadosh. But if you're putting yourself in a situation where you're damaging your body, then you're not considered kadosh. Rish Lakish Amar nikra hasid. A person who sits in a ta'anit is a hasid. She neemar gomel nafsho ish hasid ve'ocher she'ero. The pasuk ends with the word achzar. He's considered cruel. And the idea is that a person who doesn't eat is considered gomel nafsho. He weans himself away from food. He's considered hasid. But on the other hand, he's achzari. And again, same idea like we explained before. It depends if you could fast or not without damaging your body. And Amar Avsheshat hai bar be rav anita. A talmid hacham who's sitting in the ta'anit. Lechol kalba lesherute. A dog probably ate the leftovers of his food, meaning he really didn't want to fast. They're just no food, so he just called it a fast. We have to take care of it. I mean, hachamim. Amar ibir tzibur bebabel. There's no concept of a ta'anit tzibur in Babel. Ela tisha be'av bilvad, only tisha be'av. Rashim Psachim says because Babel is very fertile, they don't need uh, rain, so therefore if it doesn't rain, don't have to fast for it. Tosfol and Daf Bet says also because they had a lot of rain. That's what he holds. Either way, you don't have to fast. Now, the Ritva and Daf Yud Bet, later on, he explains, according to Rashi, 
that Taaniyot that in Babel, for example, that for other reasons, you're, they don't have to not wear leather shoes and all the other stuff. Just don't eat. And that throws it, the Rishonim into a fit, and there's a lot of back and forth. The Hachamim can be gozer, whatever they need to be gozer, if they see it fit. And the basic question of the Rishonim is how far could we go with the afflictions of a Ta'anit if we see fit to make a Ta'anit. Now, He's lessening the work of Shabbat. He can't learn it without his cup of coffee, without his breakfast, and therefore uh, he's really sinning. So if you don't have to fast, don't fast. Now we learned in the Mishnah, they're allowed to eat and drink when it's dark. A Yahid who accepted upon himself already from Minhad the day before the Ta'anit, Afilu Akhal the Shatakola Laila, the Maharumit Palil, Tefilat Ta'anit. Even if he ate and drank the whole night, he gets up in Shaharit, he's fasting the next day, he says the Anenu in the Amidah. Lan Betaanito, Enomit Palil Shal Ta'anit. If a guy was feeling good, instead of eating at the end of the fast, he just went straight to sleep. The next morning he wakes up, he could be hungry, and he has no food in him for the last 36 hours. Still, he does not say, Anenu, because today is not a fast day, and you didn't accept it as a fast day. That's why Tosfot brings it together, and Tosfot also brings that the Minhag is that only the Shaliyah Tzibur says it in Shahrit, Anenu, and then everyone else only says it in Minha. Uh, there's argument in the, exactly what the Minhag is. Every place has a different Minhag, who says what when. And Amar of Yosef, my kasavar of Huna. What's the reason Rav Huna held that you don't say Anenu the next day? Sivirale is, is the question is, does he hold that in mitanim the shaot? We don't fast for a half a day, quarter a day, things like that. So whatever he fasted at night, when he went straight to sleep, that's considered like half a uh, half a ta'anit. We don't we don't say Anenu for things like that. Or maybe Ravuna holds that mitanil shaot, yeah, half a day, a couple hours here and there is considered tanit, the mitanil shaot, eno mitpadel tfilatanit. Just okay, it's considered something, just not something enough to say anenu. So Amale Abaye, so Abaye told them, you could accept a half a day or a quarter day as a tanit. And a person who's fasting a couple hours, he prays the Anenu. Over here, this case is all different. The hours of the night where he went straight to sleep after the fasting, he never ate anything, he never accepted as a Ta'anit. Not half a day, not full day, you didn't accept anything. That's why you can't say Anenu. And the Gemara says a story, do you fast for hours or not? He didn't uh, have an answer. And they asked him another question. Earthenware clay jugs that the Goyim used for wine. Are they asur because they swallowed from the wine? Uh, and that's yainesech, even if it's tamiyan, it's tamiyanam, it's still a problem. Or mutarim, which one is it? Love of it. They also didn't have an answer there. Okay, third question. Bameshimesh Moshe calls Shivat Yemen Miluim. 
when Moshe was inaugurating the Mishkan, uh, he, he was there serving as the Kohen Gadol the first week to teach Aaron what to do. What was he wearing? And for that third answer, Lo'avabi, they didn't have any answers. So, Azal v'sha'il b'midrash. He went to the b'midrash, he asked them, Amrude, and they told him, we do fast for a couple hours, even not a problem as long as you accepted it. You could even say Anenu. Number two, these clay jugs of the goyim that there was Yainesach over there, they're allowed, you're allowed to use it after 12 months. But within 12 months, you have to put uh, water in them for a whole day, then throw them out and do it back and forth like that for three days. And this is dafka if it was cold, if it was hot, uh, things that you put into that jug, then it's totally asur. And Bameshi Mesh Moshe called Shivati Amirim, what Moshe used during the seven days of inaugurating the Mishkan, Behaluk Lavan, a white cloak, not the usual white cloak, rather Sheenno Imra. There was no stitching, it was all made of one thing meaning the, the sleeves were cut out with the cloak. The idea is there shouldn't be any seams, there shouldn't be any pockets, there shouldn't be any hemming. This way, it doesn't look like maybe he stole money, he stole gold, silver, whatever they had in the Mishkan. It didn't look uh, like he stole, because Moshe had to be clean, not only from Hashem. Uh, you can't just say Hashem knows that and steal. No, even Israel. Hashem Israel have to be clean from both, and that's why he wore a special outfit that people can never say that he stole. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.